0: Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Book Watch Snobs, the only watch podcast that knows they won't refuse because of the implication. You have made it all the way to episode 194. Michael, how are you doing? How are you doing? Are you doing good, well? morning. good morning. Good morning. Guten Tag. Is that good morning? Sunday Jesus. morning. <laughs> we have any German speakers on air? I mean, I know we do. Is that good morning? Is Guten Tag good morning? Is that good afternoon?
1: It sounds. It sounds like it could be. Either. It
0: sounds like it's cer- certainly a greeting of some type, so <laughs> hello, Michael, how are you?
1: Oh, just kind of, I- I've honestly been enjoying this weekend, it's been relaxing and it's nice to catch up and do a show that seems like it's going to be a fun topic and yeah. I think folks will like it. Hey, hey, did you hear? Florida won, we beat it. Florida Florida won, I'm proud of you guys, I'm we proud. Fully, I'm- <laughs> we're
0: fully open again, no virus here. It's good, fine. good. It's
1: fine now. Proud, proud to be a Florida boy at heart, but I'll kind of hang out here <laughs> while you y'all do that thing. <laughs>
0: All I'm saying is I'm pumped for like the second wave that's gonna hit Florida. The day after the announcement that Florida was fully, so if no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about, I live in Florida. Michael's in Seattle. It's a classic East meets West tale. Um, we're both from Florida. Hmm. Uh, I'm in Florida now And we were doing All the COVID stuff And then yesterday uh, Florida decided To open up So no COVID restrictions Full capacity Masks aren't being enforced Or whatever So when we all Watch this movie In 10 years Starring Kurt Russell As Snake Plissken And they're like Oh they're going To Grab Zero To have Snake help Do the blah 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 I'm just going to assume These coming to Florida Because that's probably What's going to end up Being Grab Zero And like you know Escape from Orlando Starring Kurt Russell. Did you ever watch those movies? With he's gonna look,
1: but it's gonna be like Kurt like bone tomahawk Kurt Russell. <laughs> he's like, he's gonna look so old. Hey man,
0: Harrison Ford did that. Harrison Ford was up in the fucking on the trucks punching out Soviets and he in the last fucking Indiana Jones and he was like like eighty-four. He was that's horrible. Me. He was I think he's in his sixties. I think he's his sixties or say his seventies, right?
1: Yeah, and he's landing on taxiways. <laughs> At some point, you gotta stop. The doing one what you time, do. Michael. The one time. All right.
0: I think oh it was a God. golf course, actually. Wasn't
1: it a golf He crashed, landed in a golf course. He crashed in a golf course and he landed in a taxiway. Right?
0: <laughs> okay. Everyone, it wasn't just the one time. This seems to be some kind of repeat offender behavior. But listen, he's indie. He's indie, man. All yeah. right. And he's yeah. Han. He gets a pass. He gets a couple passes.
1: <laughs> oh, all right, dude. Good stuff. I'm you, I'd, I'd watch the movie. I'd watch the movie.
0: I, I would totally, I would totally watch it. I, I mean, I, I did, I did really enjoy those movies, um, you know, back in the day. But yeah, Kurt, I'm, I haven't seen him recently, but I imagine he probably needs to do a couple, a couple P90x videos, maybe, uh, maybe try to get into like acting shape. I'm assuming, you know, he should
1: probably stay inside for <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kurt, you might be at risk. Uh, but here, let's do this. Um, oh yeah. Also, just to clarify, I am not happy with the fact at all that all of my state is open. Just putting that out there, um, <laughs> just in case there is any audit, like, oh, this cat is Kaz really saying victory? Yeah, no, victory is a loss in my mind. All right, that's that's just, <laughs> just putting that out there right now. Mission not accomplished, guys. But here you've been all the episode on one hundred ninety four. This is going to be a good one. Are you guys fucking ready for it? Episode one hundred ninety four: the best damn quartz watches that you could buy right now. Michael and I recognize that this year, in terms of like new releases. I mean, like most years, but this year, I guess it felt especially prevalent. It's just mechanical stuff for the most part.
1: Yeah, we and we had the whole mess with the trade shows either being yeah like paused or canceled altogether or turned into a virtual event that wasn't really a virtual <clears throat> event, just a website with PDFs that you could download. That was
0: great. Uh, <laughs> they were just
1: like, this is going to revel. You're going to tell your fucking kids where you were
0: when this shit fucking drives. Like, yeah, hey, it's a website. And it's got some pages on it.
1: What was the... What, I, what, what was it? Watches and... Which site was it? I don't know. I thought I was going to get Cam Show Climber, like, just touching the watches and, you know, showing me things and... You know. Oh, my God. Watches and Wonders.
0: That's the one. Let's connect. Uh, yeah, it's certainly a website with, with, like... I love it when they're announcing things like, oh, each brand's going to have their own digital environment where they can interact with people and they'll be... putting like a. Oh, a page? Each brand is going to have a page <laughs> on your website? That's pretty...
1: That's... So, so what you're saying is it's going to be a website. It's
0: going to be a website. Got that it. sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> I've never heard of that.
1: Revolutionary.
0: I've just been visiting one-page geosites for the past 30 years, so yeah. I'm going to have my mind blown by the watches and wonders. <laughs> it's a WordPress site. I just want to put that out there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, he couldn't even be bothered to bootstrap, or maybe just just to something not in a box. But yeah, that's fine. That's fun. That's good.
1: It's we're also in a, we're in a it's good place. also not not summer anymore. We're a bit into fall, and the holidays are coming, and hopefully that makes me feel happier inside. Sometimes it does. Amen. Um, <laughs> i I'm, I'm,
0: I'm, Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. No, no.
1: no. At, at that time, of, at that time of the year, I don't know about you, but I, I just. I don't know, I want like a simple watch or I might be looking at some cheap stocking stuffers for my stocking specifically. And a lot of times that's just a really cool quartz watch.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. I I love the holidays. Um December is my birthday month, which is obviously another reason why my Orion Christmas Chrono is very special to me. I love the decorations, I love all the stuff and everything like that, but I do find um I experienced a lot of, like, cathartic ennui, cathartic sexy depression during the holidays. I don't really know why. I can't explain why. But I like it. You know what I mean? Um, over the past several years, though, I've adopted a new tradition of making, my like, Christmas soundtrack, um, Reggie and the Full Effects Christmas album special, where he <laughs> did a bunch of, like, fun Christmas covers just, like, with different characters throughout all those different albums. So that's, that's helped bring some joy. But, yes, I think something simple around this time in terms of a watch is usually best for me it's just the christmas chrono i mean christmas chrono during all the christmas stuff and the hanukkah stuff that my wife and i do it's just christmas chrono man you know very cool you know but it, i i love this I, t- I love this topic because usually it's quartz watches guys that are a fucking incredible and then b you can just go and get them right now because i feel like when people do the quartz discussion they find something like immediately someone's gonna bring up that stupid fucking citizen where it's like oh it's plus minus one second a year it's like yeah no. but I have to strap my child to a rock and 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 like sacrifice him you know what I mean in order to actually like maybe get into striking di- like these are watches that you could literally go and buy right now. That we're gonna I have one. In,
1: I have one in my cart on Amazon. <laughs> I was Ooh, like mm-hmm. I I had seen them before and I saw the price and I'm like it's how much right. So one of these I've, one
0: one of my choices I own and one of them I might get this uh, this nice. year in addition nice. to the other thing I was talking to you about.
1: Nice, nice you know what oh, I mean? That's gonna be a good episode. That's gonna be a good episode. <laughs> oh, that's gonna <laughs> be a good episode.
0: So if you're the type of person that's just like, oh man, I don't like Quartz watches, we well, can shut this fucking podcast off because we don't want you listening. Fuck you guys. All right. Yeah. Um I also love our show because recently I have been cursing at our audience a lot more. Um, but it's really interesting because I think you all are a bunch of just like, just, I, you seem to enjoy the pain. Everyone's like, oh, it's great. We told all to go fuck off. Kaz. Like, really? That's not like a healthy, those aren't the hallmarks of like a healthy relationship.
1: I just, <laughs> I think they understand. I think anyone that's left over at this point by episode 194 probably isn't going to be the kind of person that feels a little sad when you tell them to fuck off. Like, oh, man, Cass told me my watch was dumb. Yeah, because it's a fucking stupid
0: watch. That's fine. You can like it. You just have to know that you'd like a watch that Cast thinks is fucking stupid. You know? That's fine.
1: And, and I might like it. So it's exactly just a roller coaster of emotion for you
0: telling you to do but here let's do this michael would you like to honor tradition for me for the for the 194th time give or take you want to do an audio wrist check with me
1: yeah this is a selfish one because i didn't want to i didn't want to bump up my number because uh, i wanted to include this one but i know that i talk about it a lot so okay. i was like how do i get it into the episode without taking up a slot so okay here you uh, go. put it on my wrist it's the the watch that was given to me by a very dear friend, and it's the Citizen Eco Drive Pro Master Diver. Oh, solar quartz watch! Uh, I, I got the blue watch. dial, yeah. And you know, it's funny about this watch. Um, <clears throat> every time I post it, somebody comments something along the lines of, oh, I just okay, I gotta get this thing, I, I, <laughs> I, I have to stop, I have to stop thinking about it, and I just gotta get it, yeah. Um This thing is just no nonsense. Great. It's perfect. A lot of times when, um, you know, I just want to start my day, but I don't feel like setting anything. Uh, And if I've been wearing the shit out of like the CWC or something, I'll just, I'll pick up this watch. Uh, It goes great on a NATO. I actually have a 20 millimeter Barton rubber strap, which I've been really liking lately. And I might try it on this. Uh, It'll probably look really, really cool. But do you still have the original strap with
0: like the, with like the, like the, the ratios on the, on yeah. the, on the, that's so cool. I keep everything
1: <laughs> with this watch, like in the box with everything that I came with, with the note that you wrote to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did <laughs> I write? I don't even remember what I wrote.
1: It was, it was a declaration of war.
0: <laughs> the gift war. That yeah. was, that was the gift war. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oof. yeah Yeah. i keep that all i do i do still have the strap and the strap is pretty cool it's very very comfortable and i would argue superior to the stock rubber strap that you would get with the older seikos like the skx um yeah whatever whatever comes with an skx today um but yeah i still have that it's on a blue shark nato right now a gray one so just a great great combo man and uh i think
0: I think it's safe to say, and I know people will disagree with me. If you do, you can go fuck yourselves. But we need to stop telling people whenever like a non wash person is just like, oh, what do you recommend for an affordable diver? The next words out of your mouth should not be Seiko SKX. Those days are gone.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean I, they're they're getting hard to find. I think somebody posted in the Slack channel uh, a listing for an SKX013. Yeah. And it was like either close to like over four hundred, maybe yeah. close to five hundred. Um, and that's that's like a little ridiculous. I, I, re- I responded saying just just get the Long Island watch clone at that point. He's got them in thirty eight yeah. and and forty two or whatever.
0: Well, what I would say is my new candidates for affordable diver. No one should ever say Seiko SKX 007 or 013 or 17 or whatever the fuck. That those 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 those, those days mm-hmm. are gone. Yeah. Um, my choices would be yours. Your, your uh, ProMaster EcoDrive. This is a ProMaster EcoDrive 200 bucks? Under 200 bucks all day and it's a fucking incredible watch. Uh, second one, obviously those Long Island. Um, those uh, what
1: does he call those watches? I think is, the, I think he calls them the Islander.
0: Islander you know what I mean if you are so dead set on that Seiko look um, but you want something maybe with better like materials that's not going to cost you a bunch of money you can get that one if you want or I've been telling people dude get a get, a, get an Orient Mako 2 or a Ray 2 yeah. for 120 bucks that is a fucking powerhouse watch you know what I mean hack manual wind I'm pretty sure it's sapphire crystal it's an in-house movement it's a proper dive watch all that shit yeah, and they're beautiful, first of all. Like so, the the the, the day of the SKX 007 slash and the zero one three, smaller zero one three, and the fucking one seven. Blah blah blah. Those days are fucking gone.
1: You know, it's it's weird. You can get the um three hundred and fifty nine on Amazon. Is what it's showing. Now. It's kind of for what the 007 Yeah, I don't no, know. I mean, dude, it wasn't always much. like that, was it? No, I can't. No,
0: I remember when we when I first got into watches and we had the skx discussion like i'm pretty sure i was seeing it for like 200 bucks or whatever
1: yeah you know well,
0: well here let's check camel 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 have you checked CamelCon camel, camel before
1: oh i used to have the plug-in i do they have just like a regular site where you could plug it in plug they have the a listing, or do you need the plug-in
0: okay no cool. they have a site I'm, I'm on there right now seiko skx double i mean maybe we're insane maybe it's always been 400 bucks and we're just <laughs> like assholes or whatever but i really man i don't know It's
1: hard hard for me to believe.
0: I can't even find it on fucking (laughs) Gamble. Gamble. Seiko SKX007. Here, I'm going to grab this one. 359. That's the one that you were looking at, it looks like. Plug it over here. Amazon URL. Yeah, uh these things used to be under $200. I'm going to send you wild. the graph from Camel 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 and you're going to fucking wild. laugh when you look at around February 2020.
1: <laughs> oh wow, so just like this year, huh? That's
0: that's a bummer. Let me see. Yeah, man, everyone ruins everything. I've been <clears throat> saying I staying this shit for years, Michael. Uh here, I just sent this. I just select that to you.
1: I think a good response to that question, whoa. <laughs> <Okay>. Right?
0: <laughs> Come on. I mean.
1: Why is know? it called the Seiko Men's Black Boy?
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's what the person on Amazon called it. <laughs> okay. That's just what it says. Just... It's just this is black boy automatic diver's watch. We're not making this up. All right. That's <laughs> okay. just what the person said to name it. It's not my watch.
1: <laughs> yeah. But this, uh, I, this ProMaster Diver, dude, I just, I, I dig it, and it's, uh, great size too. Yeah. Um, lightweight, everything you need in a in a quartz diver, and it'll just keep going, man. It's, it's I'm that so. watch. Yeah. Super How about you? Stoked. Uh, this episode,
0: I thought it'd be uh, uh I'm, I'm just too, I'm just too counterculture to wear quartz watch on the quartz watch episode, so because uh, <laughs> I'm just that cool. I'm not that cool. I'm pretty fucking lame, actually. I, I thought it'd be fun to wear the um, one of my vintage Boss Talk Amphibias. I'm wearing the one that's super clean with that, like, Tenno-style uh, case. You know what I'm saying?
1: Nice. Lose nice. The, the one you got in the Cracker Jack box? The one... That- the NOS <laughs> Cracker Jack box? Basically. Basically,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, g- gifted gifted to me um, by a very kind listener a while back. Nice. And this thing is just out of this world. I mean, it's a it's a vintage Vostok Amphibia 2209 movement. The 2209 caliber Vostoks. uh that's the movement that the piece originally launched with um during the prototype and then actual live phase which was approximately like 1965 to 1967. My particular model, this one here is probably from like the late 70s or early <clears throat> early 80s. And um yeah, for me it's just I'm very happy with it. It for me kind of exemplifies all the great things about the hurdles the soviets had to overcome when they were engineering the first generation of vostok amphibias and those things were lugless they the, so the soviets couldn't fashion stainless steel as um effectively as other european nations because they hadn't been as industrialized for as long this is the 60s and so soviet Union did become industrialized really or i apologize russia didn't become industrialized until probably about the 20s uh like the 20s or so uh, several years after 1917 revolution and so they're just a lot of the creative design decisions that went to solve functional problems ended up just becoming really cool design hallmarks Hmm. the first Vostok amphibias didn't have lugs they had lugs you had to clip onto them So they would fashion the case and then they had these lugs you would just clip on afterwards Um, and that was it because they couldn't fashion the stainless steel to the point to have protruding lugs that didn't break and so my Tenno style case is very much um, in that same spirit where it's basically a lugless design like it has these little nubs that kind of curve down Yeah. Um, but I necessarily wouldn't call them lugs. I would say they're maybe integrated lugs where they're kind of recessed into the case you know what i'm saying but overall i love this thing i have it on a, a um customs uh a suede uh, strap from ea leather goods uh it's like a two stitch strap and it's got the and the two stitches are red stitches which matches the red and the actual uh, little bezel and everything like that so yeah it's been a while since i wore this i thought it'd be fun to wear it on air and this one's this one's staying in the collection like i i think this one's yeah. too good um Every time I post this online, someone's like, "Wow, it's great!" Like, who refurbed it? No one. It's just, <laughs> it's just what this is what it looks like. Someone, someone bought it, walked out of the store. I assume they were caught in some kind of mudslide, and then it was excavated in 2019, and then somehow, uh, a very nice listener gifted it to me. So it was preserved. <laughs> it was it was basically preserved in amberite, right, as far as I can tell. I mean, that's 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 the headline. You know what I'm saying? Right on. Oh, Bossack Amphibia, so good. Um, I I, I I want to I want to get some more vintage Bossack amphibious. I my I I, st- I I I might reignite my hunt for first gen, um, swing lug one. That's the one where I was saying before the lugs. you have to clip them on. Might might see if I can hunt one of those down. But that's that's tough. Those things get frankened and they get fucked with and so I don't know. Let's see
1: see how I feel. Some assembly required. Might be missing some, some pieces. I mean, potentially.
0: We'll <laughs> see. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, spe- uh, speaking of Soviet watches, please stop emailing me and asking if I'll sell you my Slava Medical. <laughs> I don't know why. For some reason, the past few weeks, people, I don't know, I don't know who, I don't know where the fuck all these people are finding out I got this watch from.
1: Guy Fieri. He showed up on TV with one.
0: Goddamn, Goddamn, Guy Fieri. First he <laughs> opens Chicken Guy here in Disney Springs. Now he's trying to bogart my fucking Slava Medical. <laughs> God, <the irony. laughs> Uh But yes, yeah, so please stop asking me.
1: I'm not selling my Slava Medical.
0: But here, let's do this. Michael, would you like to do some Patreon audio wrist check shout outs with me?
1: Yeah, let's see. Maybe we can start
0: with. You know, start with, with number five, just because it's the first one here.
1: Let's start. With, I just want to make sure that I have a good photo of the watch so I can. He posted it so... in the Slack. First, first uh, listener audio risk check shout out comes from Instagram user at CB underscore ABQ. And what we have is a Doxa sub twelve hundred T with the Caribbean dial. I love these things. I think the shade that Doxa chose for the Caribbean colorway is just Oh, it's a blue. Perfect.
0: Yeah. I thought it was black in all these photos. No, pronouns. no,
1: no. Caribbean Caribbean denotes like a like a very deep blue for Doxa. and I think they started oh. offering. I think they started offering the latest three hundred. I think they're. I think they started doing the regular th- sub three hundreds again. Uh, another reissue run, and you can wow. get it in this Caribbean. And they used to be pretty rare. My favorite Caribbean is actually the GMT. So when when I saw Caribbean in my head, I was immediately like, "Does this guy have one of the GMTs?" But um, this thing is great, man. It's a Doxa that you can kind of geek out over. Yeah. Um, especially if you don't like the orange all that much, which has become like a hallmark for the brand.
0: The orange is a hallmark. I'm um, I'm looking at the one. I'm looking at a photo of this watch right now. I'm not sure if it's the photo that I'm looking at or if it's true. Is the outer scale on the bezel is that still orange?
1: Yep, it's orange. That's yeah. so cool. So the orange yeah. and the
0: blue I think is really cool actually.
1: Yeah. You always end up I th- I think almost always end up with some touch of orange on a Doxa. Yeah. Um or a lot of times you do. So But this is this is rad. This these are a little bit they f- <laughs> On wrist, they feel a little bit larger than something like like my Doxa. This wears more closely to like an SRP 777. So if okay. you can if you can pull off a Seiko Turtle, you can pull off one of these.
0: So wait, um, is the case different on this one than on your Doxa?
1: Um, I think it might be a little bit different. Definitely oh. that the the way the dial is is put in there feels a little bit different the crystals flat and i think it's oh i think cool. the i think the dial is is a little bit wider also so but yeah man this, this thing is awesome a nice. uh, great choice for uh for a listener um, wrist check and not a doctor well, that you see every day
0: well hold on the actual bezel in the one that user at cb underscore abq has. If you look in the Slack, his bezel is blue. Oh, is it? Yeah. Hmm. What does that mean?
1: Oh, this one's a little bit different. How cool is that? There might might be some variation. This, is that a different scale also? Yeah, I don't know what you have, my dude.
0: What do you got, dude? What do you got? Is this? Well,
1: he also... Caribbean number five. Actually, this might be a we'd have to we'd have to ask if this is like a limited edition because I think the scale, yeah, it's a different scale.
0: So if you if you he's
1: online, he's online right now, yeah. If you if you take a look, so yeah, his his pip on the outer scale is also blue. The scale is different, It, it doesn't look like the normal, like the usual. Decompression uh, scale. This looks like something else.
0: Let's see. I just wrote him <laughs> in Slack.
1: <laughs> We're recording now. Can you tell us? Why?
0: <laughs> I didn't even. I didn't even DM him. I just put it. In, I just put it in the whole. In the whole. <laughs> uh, in the so whole funny. Slack.
1: Oh, I think I found. Um, I think I found an article about this one specifically that I'll send to you. Okay. Is your Doxa uh, limited? we are talking about it <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: on air right
1: now we're doing a very poor job
0: <laughs> whatever dude this is
1: fucking. This is, whatever it's just two cool dudes recording a show who cares fuck everyone. i'm glad i found it though i definitely have to read this because i um i mean I, I never really track the these these dials like the caribbean or uh like the yellow ones that that were around for a bit I've always been like an orange <laughs> Doxa kind of well, guy.
0: What's interesting is that his doesn't say oh no, it does say Caribbean. Okay, I missed that. It does say yeah. Caribbean. It says Caribbean on it. And then is you Doxa? Can I at least fucking like type out properly? I'm just like, well, I'll just do the stupid <laughs> You're Doxa. I mean, they we're talking about it on air right now.
1: Good catch, good catch, because I was just I was just Google image searching the uh, you know the model <clears> with, <throat> with the dial color.
0: I found this thing on Watch You Seek. And this person's docs is very similar to um, CB underscore. The fuck's his name? ABQ. ABQ. Uh, What does this person say? Caribbean from 2018. Early production has the blue paint on the bezel, and the run was then changed to the orange paint. Wow.
1: Look at this fucking guy. Look at this
0: guy. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool.
1: That's actually super badass. Wow. Thank you.
0: Thank you. So yeah, huge, thank you, huge shout-out. Um, at C B underscore ABQ for for checking in with this fucking this fucking crazy ass dox. I'm sure we're probably gonna talk about this more once he chimes in. That's uh, his icon's not lit. I thought his icon was lit. Whatever, he'll chime in. He'll chime in when he's when he's when he's comfortable. And then we'll bring it up on air again, yeah, but here let's do this. Let's move on to the next audio risk check shout-out going to bah, 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 Matt slash at oof here we go <clears throat> post meridianist
1: mm-hmm. that's a that's the thing
0: what's a meridianist i don't know <laughs> all right here I, i'm going to google that while you while you
1: you share what watch he's yeah to he, check he in actually with. sent us the exact oris link so let me open this one up this is one of those pointer dates which i think is part of another a uh, it's still in the big crown collection
0: Okay, let's see this. Uh to clarify, I have no idea what the fucking Meridian is. So let's go to this <laughs> link he's shared. Or the link I put on here. I'm not too sure, but let me see here. Cause I actually really used to like the um the Big Crown. Mm-hmm. I think pilots, I think they're called technically.
1: Big but Crown then, is such a huge collection for that. They call everything Big Crown. I like it isn't this in Aquas. <laughs> I, I know. I like this one because for a while.
0: I think the big crowns had hands like this and then a little and then like afterwards they had those propeller hands. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like those hands. I like these hands. This is like so the hour hand has that cathedral thing going on and Mm -hmm. then and then the minute hand is a combination of that with like a syringe hand thing going on.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting mix of cathedral slash syringe. Yeah. And then you have you have that little red crescent moon to to give you the uh, the, the date on the outer scale. I never really, um, I never really connected with these, but I I understand that folks really really like them. You you can also this so this one specifically is a black dial, forty yeah. millimeters. Um, you can get them in blue, green, red. Those look really really cool.
0: The pointer date, I'll call it a complication. Complication is interesting to me in that it brings a lot of visual intrigue to the watch. Because when you first see it, you're like, oh, it's GMT. But then you look at the scale, you're like, what the fuck? There's not 31 hours in the day, at least not on Earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then it becomes very... Like, if you didn't know this is a pointer date, and then it becomes very clear, like, oh, it's point to the dates. I will say I don't think this is the most efficient way to figure out the date. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I've always liked the... Um, what the, fu- the fluting they put on some of these like older-ish style uh, big crowns, you know that Oris does. Um, but overall, the watch is pretty cool. I'm just trying to figure out: does this thing have faux tina, or am I crazy?
1: It looks like the it looks like the numerals are a little aged. Got a touch of faux. Yeah. Just faux, slightly aged. Faux
0: show. <laughs> you know? Can we start a band like a faux tina band called Faux Show? Faux show. Faux show. And then each of one of our songs is just a different model that has Fotina. <laughs> if we can get in a room with other people at some point to play. Uh, yeah, those days. Well just come to Florida, dude. Didn't you hear we won? We're open. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. No rules. <laughs> no rules,
0: dude. We can go, we can go and practice over at Solid Sounds
1: and then we can just fucking hit the circuit, man. What do you think? Nice. I'm down. Is Solid down.
0: Sounds even around anymore?
1: I don't even know how any music venue is surviving let's, at this point
0: let's let's google it Solid Sound Studios.
1: The show box in Seattle was already in trouble.
0: Solid sounds I mean they have a website. I can confirm they have a website. <laughs> too fucking funny man Uh, but yeah here let's do this huge shout out huge thank you to at C V underscore apq for joining us in the tbws audio mystic shout out with this fucking really killer intriguing uh, doxa sub 1200t caribbean number five Um, I'm sure I'll be bringing this watch up again once he responds to me in our slack channel in addition to that, huge shout and thank you to Matt, aka at Post Meridianist, uh, checking in with the Oris Big Crown original pointer date. Um, two very different watches.
1: Yeah, yeah, very different.
0: <laughs> two very different watches, but uh, huge, uh, huge thank you to both of you for 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 helping and for supporting the TPWS Vision. If you also want to get in on the TBWS Audio, Rest- Audio Rest- Patreon shout out or whatever, go and check out our Patreon page. Um, I've I've reached out to people I haven't heard back yet. I know some people I haven't reached out to yet. Um, I haven't heard back from as of yet, but uh, you will be hearing from me just because there's still a whole lot more we got to get through. Uh, but just to give everyone an idea, there's more than 100 of these things. <laughs> more than 100 audio wrist checks you have coming up to look forward to. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll just, we'll just do one episode of audio wrist checks and just knock them all out.
1: <laughs> just knock I guess them all we out. could do that. We could. <laughs> that's <right>? an idea. <laughs> maybe
0: that'll be episode two hundred. That'd be. I think. I think people will be disappointed. I think people really want like a big shebang episode two hundred. But yeah, go and check out the Patreon page, patreoncom Um That's where you can also learn how to join the TVWS Slack channel, uh, where we have frankly too much fun. I think. I think. Listen, everyone. On the TBWS live channel, we gotta tone it down. We gotta simmer it down a little bit. All right. What did they do? Less fun. We need less, less fun. <laughs> it's too distracting. How am I supposed to work and be productive when I'm looking at other people's wrists?
1: Yeah. And hearing about their, hearing right about their feelings. Yeah. A, lot, oh, a lot of
0: college football talk the other day. Did you catch that? No, no. I don't know anything about college football. People are just like, yeah, college football. And it's like people saying stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. I'll just let you guys talk, you know. Yeah. But, uh, let me do this. Where are we now? We did the intro, Michael. We've done our risk check. We've done a Patreon risk check. Uh, we've done some housekeeping stuff. Also, huge thank you to everyone that's been using our Amazon affiliate link. That's a great way to support the show without spending any extra money. Um, so, if you have any questions around that, definitely hit me up. But you said there's a there's some watch news that you thought I would be interested in. <clears throat> so let's move on to watch housekeeping.
1: Let me see here. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to catch up on some new releases from the past week or so and nothing really caught my eye except for this ridiculous new Bell & Ross BR03-2 Diver with a crazy orange dial. Okay,
0: um, I mean yeah, speaking of orange. Di- Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's like it's like someone tried to mod a Bell and & Ross and one of those Seiko orange divers?
1: <laughs> yeah i'm still trying to figure out if i like it but i i like that it's here
0: let's start with common ground let's both agree that it's certainly a watch it's definitely it's, some kind of timepiece right we can we can say that okay yeah common ground good that's good it's got um, hands it's got hands <laughs> certainly i do like how the hands are black and they're not just like chromed out you know what i mean like they normally are or
1: whatever i think that's kind of cool yeah, they're black, and then also the indices have black surrounds. So yeah, it look pops. At the, look at the
0: orange date wheel.
1: Orange date wheel is kind of kind of stopped me in my tracks, and right. pretty nice, nice attention to detail. I kind of I dig it, man. Um, I like. I've I've been thinking about Bell and Ross a lot lately. Not like I'm just gonna buy one tomorrow. Okay, but I I'm feeling more and more like I can eventually have one in the collection.
0: Yeah, I mean, a, a couple weeks back, you and I were talking about that and I shared a couple of watch options with yeah. you and one of them was a Bell & Ross, but it lost yeah. out to another watch, which we'll talk about um, eventually at some point. My thing with Bell & Ross is that um, it's really easy to find something that's awesome and it's just maybe a little too expensive. Like this watch, for example, it's about 4,000 US.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's a little... Uh, yeah. But at the same time, I've seen
1: other Bell & Ross, which are... Not
0: that bad. In terms you gotta, of price? you gotta go
1: gray market, you gotta go gray market, and it's not like the guy is gonna say, "Oh, well, these are really hot right now." So uh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, if you, you they, they don't have too much room to really
0: like aggressively negotiate <laughs> on. It's like, oh well, you know, these are flying off the shelves. Are <laughs> they?
1: I don't think they are. <laughs> no, I just wanted to acknowledge that we have another Bell and Ross diver now with an orange dial and an orange. Nylon strap with a Velcro. That's pretty fun. I'm going to do Velcro any chance I get. Nice. <laughs> I don't know if anyone is doing Velcro nylon straps, besides maybe Timex on some of the cheaper ones. Isn't,
0: well, I mean, technically, aren't those astronaut NATOs that come with those fucking Speedmasters, aren't those Vel-
1: uh, Velcro? Yeah, but you, I mean, you'd wrap that around your waist. I'll
0: never forget. I was, a long time ago, I told the story on air, but it was forever ago, so most folk probably don't remember it, or all those old listeners left, and now it's new listeners, um, <laughs> but I walked into, an in Omega boutique, God, years ago, years and years, and this is probably two or three years ago, so this wasn't like any any time recently, um, and, because uh, I just wanted to see, I wanted to see the Speedmaster and I wanted to see it in the giant humidor like with the fucking box and like the mm-hmm. little challenge coin or whatever the fuck's in I wa- I just I just wanted to see it. I just wanted it to be in its presence you know what I mean the ho- right. I wanted to be in the presence of the Holy Sepulcher okay I just needed to be there um, and I walked in and the guy uh, was giving me the whole tour like of the box he's like oh and you get the watch and you get this and you get this uh, very special he was talking down to me because I told him I didn't know anything about watches which I find is the best way to approach any boutique experience because uh-huh. it just allows you to gauge it just allows you to gauge how much some folks are willing to take advantage of you
1: you know if yeah, you pretend to not call. know anything
0: yeah so I'm just like I'm like so I walk through them like oh the, oh, the oh, these are watches I was looking for I was looking for the Orange Julius is this not is this not where the Orange Julius used to be do you remember that old semester Stallone skit from SNL with the no.
1: Orange Julius
0: you never saw that no Oh, oh my god, Sylvester Stallone was this guy and he used to work at like an Orange Julius, but then that all closed down. Um, also, if you have no idea what an Orange Julius is, I think that will help you determine where on the TBWS age demographic threshold you are, um, but it's essentially a drink. It's a drink you used to be able to go and get like in a mall, like how we have Auntie Anne's pretzels. Orange Julius also used to be there. Oh. So Sylvester Stallone used to work at an Orange Julius, that closed, and then the space opened up there where the Orange Julius was. And it was like, it was like selling computers or something. Um, and they just kind of kept him, they just kept Sebastian Stallone around. And so he just try and sell computers and it was just, it's just a really, really funny skit because he clearly knows nothing about computers. And then eventually it all just kind of breaks down. He's just like, he's like, listen, I just, I just, you know, you know, so Orange Julius, uh, you know, and then the Orange Julius shop closed as computer shop he, you know, just, just, just buy the computer, just buy the computer. It's really fun. <laughs> it's really good. Um, so I walked into the Omega, and I'm like, oh, this, "Oh, these are watches. I was looking for the Orange Julius." And so he was walking me through the um, that was, that was a great tangent. He was walking me through the, the the Speedmaster box, and he gets to the stupid astronaut strap. And he's like, "Oh, and this is this this is the strap that that uh, Omega gives uh, to the astronauts to, you know, to wear their Speedmasters uh, over their spacesuits, you know, in you know in 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 space, you know. So this is like a like a touchstone between you and the astronauts in space. And, you know, so first of all, no, it's not. He okay. said that. <laughs> It's definitely not the only the closest I could ever get to one of those astronauts. That they if we shared a toilet in like a in like an Applebee's bathroom like that that that's the closest touchstone I'd ever get to an astronaut. Not us, maybe using a fucking strap they actually don't use up there. Probably not unless it's for yeah. like promo shots or whatever. You know they, they um, got they have a Casio. They have a Casio. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I remember it sparked a thing in my mind when that guy was just like, "Oh, this is the strap." You and I weren't sure how that thing actually works. Like, how the fuck do you actually strap this thing on? Because it's not as easy, it's not as intuitive as you would think. You're like, oh, Kaz, it's a fucking strap. No, asshole. Like, it's not, it's just, it's actually kind of weird looking. And so I asked, the, I asked the rep, I'm like, oh, um, can you show me how it works? I'm actually, I'm not really able to picture how it works, Michael. For the next five minutes, this poor guy was like struggling with this thing over his bicep and, he had, and he, he had to take his jacket off and he was trying to figure, he's like, oh, I think, no, maybe I, oh I, can, here, can you hold this in? I'm like, okay. And I, I held one in, and he's trying to get it. it. It looked like I was trying to help him tie off before he was about to shoot up. You know what I mean? At a certain yeah. point. It was just <laughs> the most ungraceful boutique experience I think that guy ever had the, un, the, the, the displeasure of being a part of. So I, I encourage you. Listeners If you're ever in Like in a mega boutique Ask them to show you How the strap works Cause I'm gonna I'm gonna bet Dollars Donuts They don't fucking know Alright And you'll have a good time And you'll have a good time It's like (laughs) It's like the shells In fucking Demolition Man Alright It's just It's just not as Entirely intuitive As one would Maybe hope Or expect You know what I'm saying Um Oh fuck Did I ref did, 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 Did I fuck up my references It's Demolition Man Right
1: I have no clue you
0: have no idea what I'm talking about oh, God. <laughs> demolition man <laughs> shells okay good yep no I'm good I'm good we're good guys we're good uh, there's a scene demolition man was best alone the best alone flicks right now um, he's, uh, he's in the future or whatever and he walks into a bathroom and there's no toilet paper there's just shells there's just three shells indicating that this is how you use like you use these for your end of bathroom process but they never explain, and so it's just become this really weird, endearing like meme slash GIF where it's like, "Oh, it's the three shells," and then people have tried to explain how three. It's just, it's a whole thing. Two, it's too many Sebastian Stallone fucking references for one episode. It's quite
1: guess. quite a few in this episode. but I've All got right. some watching to do. <laughs> I just pulled up the the SNL bit. I,
0: <laughs> poor poor guy. He's just selling <laughs> oh, orange Julius's. Gosh. I think the one I do a lot of impressions on air, even though I'm not very good at them. But the one impression that I get. So many comments about, like, good comments is, um, do you remember when I did my Sylvester Stallone impression when he was. Uh, I was designing? thinking about that one the other
1: day. <laughs> it, and it was like a good two minutes. I did. I was in full slime mode for two minutes yeah. as, he,
0: as he was just unintelligibly dictating what his optimal survival watch needs to a room of seven notepad takers. And yeah. then Sylvester Stallone leaves the room and they all had to just pick up the pieces. Like, okay, I didn't get any of that, guys. What the fuck? <laughs> What I didn't get any of what he just said needs to be in this watch let's all pool our fragmented resources and maybe come up with something he won't fire us over um and thus was born it was a richard it was a it was a Richard meal right
1: a dick Miller Richard meal Mille. it's like a million dollars or something I mean
0: I think a better way is to spend a million dollars if I'm in survival mode you know what I mean <laughs> Exactly. buying a watch with a two cent water purification tablet is probably not the best way for me to spend a million fucking dollars Mr. Stallone Stallone ah oh god where the fuck were we Michael here let's do this I don't know what we were talking about before but it's time I think would you like talk about the main topic with me
1: let's talk about some quartz watches let's talk about some quartz watches
0: quartz quartz snobs. get the fuck out we're talking about quartz watches. I love... You made a comment um, a few episodes ago where you've, you've ascended to this plane of quartz love where if you see a watch and you love a watch, you get almost upset when you realize, oh, fuck, it's not quartz.
1: Yeah, especially <laughs> especially if I'm trying to shop in, that you know, that kind of military style that, that I've really been enjoying lately. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I get a little I get a little bummed out when when it's not uh, quartz and somebody pointed out the the fact that I think uh, time factors might have made a version of a watch that I mentioned that was quartz so maybe i I might you know pick that up at some point or, or at least right. try to check it out but yeah i I don't know I think everything is better with just a little bit of quartz <laughs> for me I like it because I know the last time i put the
0: watch on and i put it down and if a week had passed or whatever or if a month had passed i know i can still just pick the watch up and kind of like picking up um like an old memory from like a like like an old save file in a video game i can just immediately pick up from where it left off exactly yeah exactly. i like that you know what i mean like and I the th-
1: date, and the date might be wrong so you just think to yourself ha ha i'm just going to pull the crown out and fix it <laughs> i don't have to worry about the range between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. Where if I change the date, I'm gonna, you know, the gears and the watch are gonna explode. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's 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 convenience and charm.
0: What's always fascinated me is that the the whole quartz versus mechanical debate, it's never gonna go away. But. The mechanical debate, the best I can understand is that people who are pro mechanical watches, and when I say pro mechanical watches, it's okay to like mechanical watches. It's not okay to only like mechanical watches and to hate quartz watches because they're not mechanical. The, 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 the point where I've realized that they are their platform for being pro mechanical and for hating quartz is that a mechanical watch because it's not relying on electricity, is a more pure and authentic form of virology enthusiasm. It's it's indicative of the history of timekeeping and 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 little European men at very tall benches have their noses up against like gears and the little tools and like that. You know, I I when I'm buying a mechanical watch, I'm buying, you know, history. This is the most authentic way for me to be a watch, you know, enthusiast. Um, First of all, that's wrong. Uh, the most authentic way to be a time-telling orology enthusiast is to fucking look at the sun and figure yeah. out what phase of the day you're in. If you really, if you're going to use authenticity and his and history as your leg for saying quartz is stupid, then you should all be walking around with fucking wax ball candles or water clocks. I mean, okay? that's like
1: saying that's like saying I I am car enthusiast but really i think the purest form of transportation is a horse-drawn carriage A horse-drawn carriage right And that's oh, i'm gonna take that to whole foods you know right now
0: yeah a horse-drawn carriage or like or like four logs that i push something on like how they move the stones for the fucking uh for for, for the <laughs> stonehenge like that's the most authentic form of an automobile that i could think of logs on the ground like the idea if you're if you're going to say oh i'm going to be historical and authentic to timekeeping you can't pick and choose you can't just choose when history and authenticity stops because it's convenient so if you're getting into a conversation with someone and you say oh i like mechanical watches because it feels you know more pure to time telling yeah you gotta stop saying that (laughs) Because eventually someone's going to be like, well, why aren't you walking around with like a ball of string wax in a sack with a little candle on the end of it? Or like, why aren't you wayfinding like they do in fucking Moana? Like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck you, dude. It's fine to like mechanical watches, but don't use history as your platform. So boom, end over. Let's get into quartz watches, Michael. I chose five. I chose five that I, I chose them very specifically because I thought they were... Interesting for very cool niche facets. Uh, they're all, let me see, very different and they're totally across the, par- the price spectrum, but they for me kind of represent uh, what I would constitute as like a dream team of just really fucking fascinating quartz watches that A, you can buy right now and B, I think the most expensive one on here is probably not for everyone, but that's fine. But these span all... All budgets and yeah. and I have a I have a micro brand in here as well. Oh, I have one too. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Let's see where this gets us. But here, I've been talking way too much. What's your What's your first pick for the best damn quartz watch that you can buy right fucking now?
1: I want you to help me with this one because okay. I I found it and I kind of can't believe. And then I looked for a review on the website or any article on the website, and I don't think we've ever written about this watch. But I think um, we've probably talked about it. We have talked about this. I've probably
0: probably brought... This looks so familiar. I think I brought it up in one of those episodes where it's like, how to start a watch collection for $30 or something like that.
1: Yeah. Dude, yeah. If if it didn't click for me, then it's definitely clicking for me right now. This is the Casio MRW200, where if you just search that model number, MRW200 anywhere, I think the most expensive thing you're going to find is 36 bucks. Yeah. Um, and this one specifically that I sent you has a black resin case with a rubber integrated strap, uh, and a white oh, dial. It is like an integrated strap, isn't it? Yeah. It looks, or, wow. it, it looks very, very, uh, almost Luminox military. I was going to say, yeah. Um, dude, this, this thing is cool, man. The one that I sent you is $19 and 90 cents on Amazon. I so love you, the
0: I love the spear second hand and this kind of like chunky
1: almost Seiko-esque
0: 80s dive hour hand.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this this has cool almost like almost like CWC military vibes but for 20 bucks. And if you want to go if you want to I was like, okay, so they have some stainless steel ones probably. Those those are maybe maybe around $50 or so. Now you basically add $10 if you want a steel case. <laughs> So it'll be like, it'll be $30 if you want to go with the steel. Um, this thing is rad, man. And they got them in red. They got them in a bunch oh, of wow. crazy colors. Uh, so if you want something that almost looks like those Luminox, maybe Navy SEAL type of watches, but I think they're, those are kind of expensive, even though, even though they look cool, you can get this Casio, man, and you can just what yeah. i find
0: really fascinating is that with just two colors even though i know some color snobs are going to argue black's not a color it's a tone fuck off um with just two colors they've achieved a fair amount of personality there's personality in this watch because yeah. sometimes the military watch thing it has the encumbrance of just kind of like yeah it's a watch it's a field watch it tells the time but like this especially if you can get it like in like other colors like you're saying like this thing's pretty you- fucking badass for 20 bucks
1: yeah, right now, all for $18, you have one that's black on black, but all of the numerals and indices are blue. There's one that's uh, black dial with white numerals, and you have a red triangle for that extra. Oh, I see
0: them down here. Cool.
1: Yeah, there's there's there are a lot of these, again, in steel and with these resin cases. You have the countdown um, bezel. That's pretty cool, too. 43
0: millimeters so if you were looking for something that would probably be more appropriate for a larger wrist or if you just wanted a big watch yeah this one's a great candidate 12 uh, millimeters 18 millimeters strap uh, with this thing is pretty interesting i mean thus proving again that casio even though it's not sexy to say it it's probably one of the strongest watch manufacturers on earth if you really think about it. Yeah. You know what and I if, mean?
1: And if you're trying to channel a, a, a guy that's uh, tougher than you are, and maybe like in the, you know, we see a lot of military marketing in high end watchmaking. Yeah. Yeah. These guys are probably schlepping around with uh, a Casio. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> if we're don't. Being don't honest. Yeah, guys,
0: don't buy fatigues or weights. Just buy this fucking watch and you're fine. You're gold.
1: <laughs> you know? Ugh, that's uh, That's boy. my first choice.
0: Damn, I love that I love the second hand I love any second hand that has personality because a lot of times especially if we're like in the under $20 or $30 price range for watches the second hand is usually just like a like a plain baton or like a, mm-hmm. just like a stick you know yeah. yeah but not this that's pretty damn cool good, good choice what's your first one I, I mean I would say we're actually in pretty similar camps let me send you this one but this one is a bit controversial okay i've loved these watches for a long time i don't know why they're not very popular but i just sent michael a link for one of the more recent 37 millimeters victorinox enox models oh yeah i love this watch because okay so first i have to address the elephant in the room victorinox has has marketed this as uh, a women a woman's watch because mm, thirty-seven millimeters, okay. we've talked about this on air before. Any sort of uh, ideas you have around, oh, that's a man size. Oh, that's a, that's a woman size watch. Just just throw the shit out the window. All all, and all that shit's meaningless. You can wear whatever you want. Doesn't matter what the size is. I'm a dude. I would totally wear this thirty-seven millimeter Enox because I don't want to wear forty-two millimeter Enox.
1: That's huge. The forty-two wears closer to a forty-four
0: gigantor dude yeah you know um hold on what is that i haven't seen it and i
1: think victorinox is just controversial as it is because i mean i i know that i had that uncle that bought me uh you know cologne and it came in a big box (laughs) with a swiss army knife and a cheap cheap victorinox watch right (laughs) I, mean, I think thing, that's why. Yeah,
0: I can. You mean I can buy a suitcase and a watch in the same store? <laughs> yeah. Um, those those weird connotations of that will never like go away. I like. I've always liked the Enox line because anytime someone's asking for a watch recommendation, like, oh, you know, I want something that wears really robust, and I want something that I can rely on, and it's tough, and I want to be able to like get it dirty, or I want it to be like shock resistant. I don't want to feel like I have to be delicate with the watch. Most people are going to hear G-Shock, 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 G-Shock. But the majority of people on earth don't need all the functionality of the actual G-Shock quartz module. Maybe you don't need to track 14 time zones. Unless you have like 14 ovens and you're like baking 14 cakes. Then yeah, maybe if it's 14 different cakes and they all started at different times of the day. Like you, Not everyone needs the functionality of the G-Shock. Every time we do like a G-Shock presser on the site and I have to include all the features, I get so upset because it's like it's like an Odyssean novel of just like things.
1: Yeah, it's challenging to, to write about. Yeah, You
0: know what I'm saying? So if you want something that's quartz reliable and tough reliable and shock resistant that you don't feel like you have to worry about babying or whatever, totally check out the Victorinox um, Enox pieces. If you're like me and your wrist size is approximately six point seven five inches, check out the thirty-seven millimeter ones. It doesn't matter if you're a girl or a dude. Who cares? The other reason I love this watch, Michael, is you see the link I sent you. Yes. Choose. Uh, click the third image.
1: The one that's like in gold.
0: Uh no, the one that's. Oh, the
1: third, the third image for the actual product. The little person. scroller, yeah. Yes. Victorinox,
0: Victorinox sells hoods that you can put over your watch to increase like the durability and shock resistance. And some of the hoods you get, you can buy them. They have compasses. Like, come on. I haven't seen this one. That's kind of interesting. How fucking cool is that? That's serious. That's serious. You know what I mean, dude. Um, There's a little value prop here. I don't know what it means. The only Swiss watch certified to withstand 130 extreme endurance. Here it is. Homologation test.
1: Homologation test. It's a fun word. What is that word? Let's Google it together. Let's let's learn. Approval, ratification, and sanction. Fuck does that mean? Sounds like a blood disease. Sounds like a yeah.
0: It sounds like, like oh oh my 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 uh, my home allegation's flaring up again. Let me.
1: Uh... <laughs> Jesus. Right. It's like come that's on. That's the what first is? time I see that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. Whatever the fuck it means, it doesn't matter. If you don't want all the other extraneous things that a G-Shock has to offer, but you want something that's tough and durable and it just tells the time, dude, you gotta check out the Vittorinox, Enox pieces. As far as quartz watches go, these to me are incredibly underappreciated. Um, in the same family as the durable and reliable G-Shocks. So yeah, that's my first pick. I I've I've always loved these watches. And then when I heard this 37 millimeter came out, I'm like, dude, awesome! I'm super into it. Um, would love to eventually get one of these in the site and review them. But yeah, I love the. I also love the hoods that you can just buy an add on there. I think that's such a really cool feature.
1: Pretty sweet. Yeah oh man what's your yeah. next pick is it this one's it gonna the, be no surprise is it the micro brand uh i guess this i guess this could be yeah this is a this is kind of a micro brand I okay we chose one.
0: we chose different micro brands good i was okay. worried i was worried i
1: have another one that's a micro brand and we'll see what happens then Okay. But this is yeah this should come as no surprise to anyone it's the uh any literally any diver one from Skurfa that that Paul yeah. has, has ever released i think when you also uh, going back to the quartz snobbery a lot of times people will equate you know mechanical watches with someone taking great care handcrafted it takes a lot of time and quartz is you know hugely mass produced uh yeah. nothing nothing special and if you take something like a Skurfa where the guy you know he's passionate about vintage tudor vintage rolex things like that if you if you follow skurfa on instagram but he doesn't just he doesn't want to work with those things so he created these diver ones that are purpose built and you know meant to withstand anything that you throw at them i don't think you ever got a chance to handle mine but mm. this is lit- this is the only quartz watch that i've ever held in my hand and it really fucks with your head because you feel you feel the haft of a mechanical watch in your hand. And I've never experienced Whoa. that with any other quartz watch, um, you know, besides this this Scurfa.
0: It feels um, like a tool
1: watch. It, it just feels it feels like way more than what is this, 183 uh pounds. Um so I don't know how much that is. It's probably like maybe around like 250 bucks.
0: Probably a little over 200. I haven't checked the pound sterling to USD rates recently. Let it's me check uh, it out. It's two,
1: 233. Nice. nice 233. Nice. Uh, Rhonda Quartz Movement, you can get them in PVD. You can get them in, in crazy dial colors. If you want, you can get an auto version. But again, I think this is one of those watches. I, I'll, I'll see a new Skurfer release brewing on Instagram or something. And then I'll get really excited and then I'll find out that it's, you know, mechanical or, or whatever. And I was like, ah, you should have made it quartz. (laughs) It would have been so much more fun. Uh, I, I, I actually, I I miss mine. I really do miss mine. What happened Um, to it? what did you do to it? I actually sold it. I sold it. Um, my goal. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's all good, man. It's all good. He, he makes a bunch of these and they come on really cool rubber straps also. So you get a, a couple of, uh, couple of extras when you when you order it so
0: i love the uh i love the blue one and i love this green one have you seen this green one
1: yeah he's he's he was pretty conservative with the colors at first um but then he went full crazy like yeah. bright yellow uh aqua green some blue with patina blue without patina it's yeah they're, they're pretty rad watches and I, I would definitely recommend scurfa um much in the same vein as uh, like CWC or something.
0: Let's definitely add scurfa to our previous discussion where we were talking about affordable divers. Yeah. Anything under three hundred bucks to me constitutes an affordable diver and that's what that's what these scurfa diver ones are. One hundred percent. So good pick. I didn't really, I didn't realize these were um Swiss rondas. I thought, I thought they were quartz miotas for some reason.
1: Yeah, some of them are rondas and then I, I actually I See, I never even pay attention to the autos, so I don't even know what what movement he chose. So the nine zero one five is probably okay, what you're do. Yeah, dude, these things are
0: five hundred meter rated. Yeah, sixteen hundred
1: feet. Jesus, I mean, the guy, the guy is actually a bell diver.
0: Oh, that's right. <laughs> I Remember when we had Terry on air? He was just like, Paul takes him down the bell with him, and I'm like, the bell, <laughs> and I had to like Google it on air. I'm like, oh, they're diving. Okay, cool, rock and roll, man. Yeah that's so cool good choice good I'm glad we didn't choose the same micro but yeah excellent 100% in terms of uh, like a reliable micro brand diver I mean fuck the micro brand thing even just reliable diver quartz where you don't get that weird discrepancy of like oh it's a dive watch but it's quartz but I pick it up and it feels kind of light or like off weight it sounds like this watch has none of that it just feels solid exactly like the way it needs to feel a dive watch Yeah. yeah so good so good man uh who girl is it my turn I'm ready I don't think you're ready for this let me this this is this I mean this technically might be cheating um (laughs) but let me see here I'm gonna find a link this is a watch that I own a micro brand. I'm
1: realizing that some of these are very emotional for me because I used to own them and I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> I want one again. What did, what did I do? <laughs>
0: Let me see here. Bam. Now again, I think this one's technically cheating because I own this watch. Okay, no, it's, um, it's fine. But for me, in terms of a quartz watch that's just fucking awesome that you can buy now, you have to check out Um, the gavox roads collection or technically the gavox squadron because it's not so much the model i'm focused on it's the movement yeah um it's a it's a swiss it's a it's a customized swiss quartz chronograph movement it has an alarm clock built into it so the little dial at six o'clock is an alarm like it's 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 an hour and a minute hand and you can set the alarm the dial at two o'clock is your um, running seconds, and the dial at nine o'clock is your uh, 12 hour, I believe it's a 12 hour totalizer in 30 minute increments. So with your chronograph, you can track 12 hours in 30 minute increment increments, and there's two hands on that. There's a little hand, you can't see it in this photo, but there's a little hand and there's a longer hand. The little hands for hours and the longer hands for the minutes, so in terms of what a micro brand is able to do in regards to its resources and leveraging some of its network connections what michael happy over at gavox has done with the with the creation of the squadrons and these gavox road pieces to get this movement in here is just to me it's incredible yeah. it's probably one of the coolest things a micro brand has done with their quartz chronograph movement in addition to also feeling incredibly robust I had a very similar experience with my Gavox Rhodes that you were just talking about with your skirt for one where you pick it up and you're like shit this thing feels like really solid and when my Gavox Rhodes is on the bracelet it's like it just becomes this like one unit cohesive thing that just attaches to my wrist but it Mm -hmm. never feels bulky I don't know how he did that you know, the one thing I will mention, and I know everyone complains about this, I have no problem with it, but I know you have a problem with it. You really want that to be a GMT bezel, not a dive bezel.
1: Well, oh, so on the roads... Um...
0: On the roads, it's a dive bezel. I'm not sure if it's a dive bezel on the squadron also.
1: Yeah, on the on the roads, that would be cool. <laughs> Maybe that bugged me before. It doesn't really bug me that much anymore, but I mean, cool. if... if... It would have been a nice touch if the watch is all about, you know, going on a road trip, maybe, you know, driving through different time zones. That'd be cool. But I think a dive bezel is probably more useful for most people. Mm, I hear that. Yeah, hear that. and it's kind of funny that you mentioned this watch because this is where our choices merge. Because you brought up the roads, and I actually had the Squadron as as no! one. one. <laughs> but that 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 makes sense. That makes sense. I think you know I, I'm I'm clearly someone with with uh, more of a desire for aviation-inspired watches. I don't think that's super important for for you or collectors like you. So right. it just shows how much. Um, Know, it just shows how awesome
0: Gavox is, yeah. It just shows how fucking badass Gavox is, yeah. And
1: for a while, the stainless steel squadron, um, you know, which was it was out of stock for a while, it's in stock now, yeah. Uh, for for quite a bit, he he had squadrons that were uh almost co branded with different squadrons, like actual (laughs) squadrons, (laughs) but now you can can actually get one, um, you can get one in steel, you can get them on nylon or with the bracelet, so So pretty rare
0: he's like so like so unlike other watch brands he'll co-brand these things but it's because he'll do them in collaboration with these particular so like he's i know he's done stuff with the belgian like air force mm-hmm. um i know he's doing something here in the u.s for i guess the osprey it's like a
1: helicopter what is that uh <laughs> it's like a hybrid it's right? both actually. you were telling yeah. me He was telling me, and I'm like, "Michael,
0: happy. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about." And then you explained it to me. I'm like, "Oh, it sounds like a transformer."
1: Yeah, yeah. It's both. It's a little bit of both. They fly around (laughs) here a lot, actually.
0: Oh, cool, 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 cool. Uh, Let me see this thing. So, yeah, I, I, I'm just looking at this uh, osprey thing. So, I, I don't know nothing about this, but like, it's something that like he was presenting, um, you know, to them. I think in Fort. Or Fort Jackson, Jacksonville, something like that. Can't,
1: Can't quite tell. remember. This oh is yeah, it was civil. it was around
0: you. It was close to you. It was something like that. Yeah. This is the civil case back. I'm assuming the actual pilots got a different case back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at you, look on eBay. I doubt it. That'd be horrible. Um, <laughs> God, this thing is so fucking cool. So yeah, I I'm gonna vote in terms of quartz watches that are honestly fucking incredible and just offer something within really fantastic logical chops, you have to check out the Gavox Roads or the Gavox Squadron. I like the Gavox Roads. If you if you like um, Arabic numerals on your markers, check out the Squadron. If yeah. you are pretty indifferent or if you don't like Arabic numerals, check out the Roads. The Roads uh,
1: doesn't have them. Boom. Boom.
0: Boom, roasted. But yeah, that's, that's, that's took- my pick. I'm sorry for taking your pick.
1: No, no, it's okay. We took two... Care of two in one shot. So that's, that's fine.
0: See, All what right. Else? What about you? What's your next? What's the next best damn quartz watch that you can buy right now?
1: All right. I'm gonna get my most expensive one out of the way. Out of the way. We're getting it out of the way now. I'm gonna get. My, and I'm. This is tough because I love this watch, but I'm a little disappointed that it's so expensive. Um, okay. This is the CWC 1987 SBS reissue quartz. Um, I guess it would help if I actually sent you a link because I, I'm not sure if you, know, if you know off the top. of the top. I I am not super versed in CWC. Yeah, so th- it's this is basically uh, a version oh, of mine, but it's it's all blacked out uh, SBS style, so you can feel like a real man. Mm. Uh, <laughs>
0: You get shaved in the dark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all blacked out because you know when you're hiding, uh, hiding in the um, from your wife in the woods. You know, as an assassin, <laughs> you know you're not gonna you're not gonna reflect off anything to give your position away. When but you're hiding is... in the broom closet at work, yeah, <laughs> correct, correct. We've all been there, guys. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this is this is another. I, I you've you've heard me talk about my CWC, and I absolutely love it. I th- think it's the last mil sub I'll ever buy, more than likely. But uh, this one, and this one's quartz, um, with a I day like this, date. I like the bezel on here. It's got that like shiny, yeah, acrylic thing going on almost. Yeah, mine has that as well, and I think it looks it looks even better on this matte black case. Yeah, the only downside is that when you do the conversion it comes out a little over 1100 bucks um, I do think that CWC is pricing it there because this is part of their heritage line and it's mm. you know vintage correct with a circle T dial or whatever but you can buy you can still buy an SBS diver uh, if you don't care about the T dial or or anything like that you can get one for 699 pounds and that would be 900 bucks thousand bucks yeah 890 yeah it's yeah. like 900 bucks um does this yours... really this oh, is sorry. really all about looks for me yeah, yeah. does is yours also 45 millimeters because this thing's 45 millimeters it's 45 millimeters but it is that's including that's including the huge crown and the crown giant crown kind yeah. of thing it really does wear, they, they say 40, 45 millimeter diameter including crown, 41 excluding crown. When you actually wear these watches, it really feels like a 40 um, and it's 47 lug to lug. Wow. So. I thing is pretty cool. I can get behind it. Yeah. That's just, that's my most expensive one. Oof. I got you beat. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Let's see. Maybe you should with, do it too. I'll start with one. Uh, my, should, should I do my most expensive one first? Yeah, why not? next, yeah, why the fuck not? I am choosing this one purely because of the so for for me anything catches my attention quartz wise when a manufacturer does something with their quartz movement whether it's on a base or in house just out of out of the box like oh I'm not just gonna take it I'm not just gonna take it from the palette and put it in a watch I'm gonna take it from the palette and then do something I'm gonna do something to it. Um, and specifically, I've always found really interesting these. Um, let me grab you a link. Let me grab you a link. Oh my god, it didn't work. There it <laughs> is. Let me grab you this link. Because technically, I'm going to qualify this as two watches. Kind of, sort of one watch. Ooh la la. I know. Not typical. Uh, I don't <laughs> typically go towards bridling for stuff, but I am going to choose as a. Best damn quartz watch that you can buy right now. Anything with one of these Breitling Super Quartz movements.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you.
0: <laughs> these thermo compensated Super Quartz movements. Basically, Breitling has the initiative of making sure every single watch they make is like, I guess, COSC certified. That's or like, or, no, no, it's like chronometer certified, right?
1: Yeah. Do you remember? So these these are great. Also, and there was another one that they came out with which was the same you know thermo compensated super quartz thing, but I think they got shamed so hard that they discontinued it. <laughs> I, t- I totally forget the name and I'm trying to find it now, but you and I were both gushing over it. Oh wow. well I so for, for my, maybe
0: it'll come back to it, but um maybe maybe it'll come back to us, but I'll let me spiel on these super quartz movements just some more. Um, mm-hmm. The ones in particular I like. Now, I've included a link to you which has both the Endurance slash Endurance Pros, mm-hmm. which are approximately 3,000 USD, which is expensive. Yeah. Or, I can't help but always geek out for this watch, guys, and I'm so sorry. I still love the Breitling Emergency. Yeah. Okay. As far as a quartz watch that just does more than a quartz watch just telling time. Um, The thermocompensated movement is in the Bradley Emergency, and it's also got that universal SOS frequency where if you're like spelunking in the Himalayas or whatever, and your carabiner slips off like a beer bottle or something, and you get caught in like an avalanche, you can activate—I have no idea you can you can tell you guys can tell i'm not an adventure you can activate this little it's like a little antenna that like pops out it's a bunch of like wires and strings as well but basically you can activate the watch and it will send out the universal i mean you know what it is it's like the sos signal so you can it'll what notify anyone on that frequency or like all frequencies how does it work you know you know more about this than i do
1: i think it goes like straight to atc wherever you are what's atc air traffic control
0: So, yeah, if I'm caught in the mountains, they're probably the guys who I'd want to immediately tell so they could find my location via, like, a fucking plane or a helicopter and save my life, right? Right. I mean, for me, this is pretty fucking incredible because one of the more annoying things with Breitling is that they're just like, oh, we make our watches for professionals. That's why we make pilot watches and, like, divers watches. But for, like, surfers in the 60s, they have all these fancy colors on them and, like, blah, blah. And like it gets really dumb, but for me, the Brightling Emergency has actually always felt like a tool that someone could potentially use in like a last ditch effort worst case scenario situation. Yeah. Which is where you really need something. Like I like, you know, I I fell down this mountain, I broke my leg, I can't really move, but I can move my hands and fingers a little bit if I have just enough strength to get my Brightling Emergency activated. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll live. Like, like it's a, it's almost like a jokey scenario, but I don't know. I, I just I to me that's actually felt like something I could use. Not not, not I could use, but
1: something that would actually be useful. Yeah. You know? Except um, the new emergencies are like Honda Civic money.
0: Like, uh, yeah, this is a fifteen thousand dollars watch. That's why <laughs> I just wanted to also say, <laughs> you could really, for my pick, focus on the Breitling Endurance Pro, which is like three thousand bucks. But if you're feeling especially garrus, you could you could you could check out the Breitling Emergency for fifteen thousand um, dollars. If you were some kind of explorer for hire or explorer, I I don't know. Uh, Josh Gates on Expedition Unknown used to wear one Um, in season in the early seasons. He used to wear one, but it makes sense because he's like in the Himalayas and shit, you know, (laughs) Uh, now he wears. I've seen him wearing a Bell and Ross. So I'm going to go ahead and call that a step down, Josh. Come on. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would say it's a step down.
0: You can't count on Bell and Ross if a rock lands on your fucking arm and pins you like James Franco in that movie. And you going to like gnaw your arm off or whatever. I, I, I'm not gonna count on Bell and Ross in that particular scenario. I'm probably gonna count on Breitling.
1: You know? Oh man! By the way, the see, one, the one that I was trying to think of was the Colt Sky Racer. Oh man! I gotta see a picture of it again. I'll send you an article. It was, it was really cool. But yeah, I like this article starts you know basically yeah a two thousand dollar plastic watch <laughs> quartz watch and yeah I, I think they were shamed into discontinuing because I, I remember this came out and then it disappeared wow um, that's so bad man choice, oh man.
0: Uh, really really quick so the whole thermal compensated thing my understanding is that basically they tested at all different like uh, temperature levels and they do a whole bunch of different stuff to it. I'm really reducing it down to basically ensure that it's like what, plus five seconds a year. Yeah, plus minus five seconds a year.
1: I always read that and I never even knew what it meant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw, so basically it's way more fucking accurate than just like a quote unquote regular Quartz watch. So in terms of brands that are really pushing it in terms of Quartz movement technology, you have to give it to Breitling. I mean, that's just fucking bonkers, dude. You know? Telling you, man. Certified Kosk Super Quartz. God, so cool. Um, Okay, so that was that pick. I jumped a few to get to that one. What's your next one? What's your next pick? What do you got? Let's see. Are all yours, just so I know, are all yours based on looks? Because I kind of started with the guts first in most of mine.
1: Um... They're kind of all over the place. This one, That's I would cool. say. This one, I would say, is um, definitely, definitely the movement uh, and a little bit of looks. So, I think it's no surprise that I had to bring up Seiko. But it's kind of funny when you think about our audience and what people look for in Seiko today. I don't think I don't really think they're looking for quartz. I mean, the most popular budget-friendly Seiko watches are are not really quartz, right? Um, but I will say, especially with the blessing of uh, Klein Vintage Watch. This mm. new run of Seiko Arnie's is kind of incredible. Yeah. Um, wow. a, a real improvement on the original design. You can get them for three ninety two dollars in that listing that I just shared with you. This is the the one that's just black on black. I think they have some other colors. I know there's a Pepsi one. They're probably going to do a million different types. and I think even the Street Series takes this movement and configuration and puts it in you know just like a different style of watch but this one i mean all of these so those two pushers it's actually really cool on the left side of the case they're screw down of course but when you actually unscrew it the button itself starts to elevate out of that little cylinder oh that's so cool so you'll never you'll never look down at the watch and you know forget that that it's one of those is not screwed down because you'll literally see the button like popping out. So that's so
0: I had no idea.
1: Yeah, that's a neat little touch. And this is, all, you know, again, I always complain that I hate it when there's a really good GMT watch and you have uh, GMT functionality, but they take away the dive scale. This one, you have the, you know, you have the dive bezel for elapsed time, and you can set that little um, little screen up at twelve o'clock to track a second time zone. So, wow. It's a pretty badass, very very functional, almost like a G Shock, like you said, with with so many more features removed that you don't yes. necessarily need. So that that was just my pick, um, uh, and the prices on these keep dropping. So three ninety two. Yeah, think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's it's still up there, but I think it still has room to go down. It's up there, but let's contextualize this. That
0: SKX we looked at is basically the same price as this thing. That's crazy, dude. And this one's solar too. So cool. Yeah. So cool. Good choice. God damn it. Oof, is it my turn? Your turn. <sighs> Alright, Michael. Doing doing another bad thing. I chose another expensive watch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm excited.
0: Doing doing another bad thing. But this is a watch that I might try and get this year. Ooh, blah, blah.
1: So oh, in particular. Man. I yeah. know, I know. I know, but in, this has been it has been in your heart for a while. I in think.
0: particular, I would like to draw attention. I have sent Michael a link for a Grand Seiko GMT, but probably not the Grand Seiko GMT you're thinking of. I no. love dressed GMTs.
1: Yeah. Really I'm not do. a
0: giant sport GMT fan. Um, that's, not, that's the reason why I'm really in love with my Orient Star GMT, the WZ0071DJ, which you can also stop asking me. I will not sell to you people and know... Or Orient is not making them. Hopefully they will at some point. But I have always I like dress GMTs. It's really hard to find one. I think these are actually from 2020. Um this one here. Yeah, it looks like it, yeah. Looks like 2020. So there's two here in particular. There's a there's a black dial one, but I really like the silvery champagne dial. The specific reference number, it's the Grand Seiko SBGN 011 Quartz GMT 40 millimeters. Fucking beautiful. I love this watch. So obviously you're getting all of the incredible hallmarks of just owning a Grand Seiko piece. It's a Grand Seiko heritage piece, by the way, which is probably why it's not the typical Grand Seiko 9 of uh, Quartz um, GMT that we're used to seeing, you know, the yellow one that's almost... And the other one, which is kind of like Rolex Explorer two ish you know? This is, for for, for me, something that I think is really interesting in that it's, it's a dress GMT... It feels like its own thing. It doesn't feel like it's trying to be anything else. I just love the simplicity, but I also really love how fucking loud that GMT hand is. That is a yeah.
1: loud GMT hand. <laughs> I mean, all of these hands are fucking loud. Just the polish <laughs> on the on the main hour and minute, yes, and then the GMT hand. Ah, oh, let's love both this. get let's both get Grand Seiko quartz this year. It's the only thing that can make twenty twenty worth it. <sighs>
0: i know right (laughs) but this is one i would love to try and maybe get at the end of the year actually this 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 like blue champagne-y uh uh, color one i don't know it speaks to me and plus the thing is when you're getting a grand seiko uh, 9f quartz movement you have to understand you're getting something that's fucking incredible engineered to function much better than any other typical quartz movement you're talking about um in contrast to the uh, Breitling Super Quartz, which is like uh, engineered to be rugged in different conditions, this Quartz movement is engineered for specific facets of just honestly what I would constitute as aesthetics or mm. visual pleasure in that you don't get that second bounce. You know, um, um, like like a Timex Weekender, how when the second hand ticks, it has that like reverberation. A little
1: jiggle, a little backlash.
0: Little backlash. Grand Seiko has engineered that out. Basically, uh, if a motor pushes the second hand forward, there's another counter motor which hits it to stop that jiggle from happening. So the motor kicks it forward and a counter motor kicks it back slightly the other way. So what results is just a hand that very nicely just moves without yeah. any, any bullshit. That, to me, is sexy. That is sexy, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, and in addition to that the whole process behind the Grand Seco 9F quartz is just wild because Michael, who else is growing their own quartz crystals?
1: <laughs> that's like a that's not like a normal thing. I got a really weird neighbor down the road. I saw him doing it himself the other day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I saw him doing sun salutations under his roof and he told me he was growing some quartz crystals and an oil oil drum in his, in his garage. So I mean, I, I mean so Tom is doing it. You know, Tom is doing it. So yeah, I I I I think if you're like me and you like dress GMTs and you really like the idea of, you know, getting something that's part of the Grand Seiko 9F quartz family, but you don't necessarily like those sporty GMTs that Grand Seiko's done, you gotta dig out one of these ones. Um, you know, uh, this one is the the one that I like. It's the light colored, light dialed ones, the SBGN 011, or there's a black one with a red hand. Um, that's the SBGN013 there's also a limited edition one which is like teal and yellow that's the SBGN007 I don't know if those are all sold out or what but oh, man I just like this I like this 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 light colored one with the blue hand so yeah I, just, I had to choose it I, I think these are probably 2 or 3 thousand bucks
1: mm-hmm.
0: let me see control F dollar sign my favorite thing to do uh the fuck where is it? 3000 bucks or 3000 euros. So probably
1: 3500. <clears> yeah, probably around there. Something I mean, you like can that? get it probably find a used one for under.
0: Most likely, yeah. So
1: that's that's
0: that's my second to last pick. Um we probably have time for one more pick on each side. What do you think?
1: I'll do mine quick. Uh okay. This is an old darling, one of the first things I ever wrote about on the website. Uh, It's the Bulova Lunar Pilot. Um, But I did wanna call attention- We chose the same watch, Michael. This is perfect. Really? Okay, there you go. (laughs) But I I specifically wanna call attention to, oh my God, did I hit an ad? It's a fucking URL. Um, Specifically the model 96Alpha225. This is a new variation that- Bulova rolled out without telling anyone. Uh, And basically it's a no date with the old word wordmark at 12 o'clock. And the case is not sandblasted or matte. It's actually all polished. Super polished. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Baird has this one. And I really wouldn't have understood what it was if he didn't explain it to me in the the Slack channel. But yeah, they just did this because people were buying the first one and then buying the black one and doing frankens like removing the dial out of the black one because it had a nicer dial that that's was no funny. day with the original bull but this to this day is still one of the most accurate watches i ever had pretty fucking badass
0: i mean that's testament to the to the, the the i guess technically the accutron 2 technology that's in so t- t- so i so for my last pick it was the accutron 2 movement slash this lunar pilot piece. Nice. Um, Just because the frequency with which this thing functions, it's incredibly accurate. It's one of those things which I don't understand people don't get more excited about. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Especially if you claim to be like a movement snob. It's like, oh, I'm a movement snob. I only own mechanical watches. It's just like, okay, well, you're missing out on a whole bunch of really fucking badass shit that's out there, dude. If you're just a movement snob for mechanical watches, dick.
1: And I think think they put that movement in those new surfboard- Chronographs that I mean, and those are around four hundred ish dollars, yeah. and they look really cool. Come in a ton of different colors. um Yeah, Bulova's fun, man.
0: Yeah, good stuff. I'm glad our last picks were basically the same. That's too fucking funny, man. <laughs> oh my god! But here, let's do this, Michael. Obviously, we can talk about a bunch more watches. We are out of time. I'm sure we'll visit this topic again, but we have to um, start rounding it out. I don't want to, but it's, that, it's it's time. So, in order to do a quick recap. Ooh, I should have wrote down what you chose. Um, I'll just go through mine, and then I'll pass it pass it over to you to go through yours. My picks for best damn quartz watches you could buy right now. It's the Enox 5, 37 millimeters. Come on, guys. It's fucking awesome. The Gavox Rhodes, the SBGN011GMT Quartz GMT, uh, the Link Aerospace Slash Emergency with a discrepancy of approximately $12,000 between the two of them. And the Accutron <laughs> the, the um, lunar, uh, lunar Pilot. Um, if I recall, you had
1: that. Oh, what was the reference? That's Casio. So I had the Casio MRW-200. Yep. The Scurfa Diver 1 <laughs> Quartz. Love Scurfa. Um The CWC SPS Quartz Reissue. The Gavox Squadron. Um, the Seiko Prospects Arnie, the new reissue, and then the uh, Bolova Lunar Pilot, specifically this new reference 96 alpha two two five.
0: In the Amazon link you sent me, if you click the video button, they do like the like oh here's the watch rotating. It's so shiny, and you're you're blinged. It. It, <laughs> it just immediately get like a solar flare like in your eye. Like ah, oh, it's, <laughs> it's very shiny. Yeah, that's pretty dang cool. Oh my god. But yeah, super fun topic. I want to revisit this again. But here, let's do this. Totally let us know your thoughts on this week's show, episode 194. The best Dan quartz watches that you can buy right motherfucking now. Let us know your thoughts on our choices. Let us know your choices as well. If you own any of the watches that we called out, let us know your thoughts. Um, just like I can say, as a Gavox Rhodes owner, I fucking love that thing. Okay? That thing is incredible. Michael will attest to that in regards to his scurfa. Yeah. or the, I guess the old script huh? that's no longer with us may, may, may it rest in Reese's Pieces wherever it is <laughs> you know but here let's do this let us know your thoughts and comments on the show you can hit us up on Instagram uh, we're doing our best to be active on there you can hit us up on the website Um, or you can email us but obviously as many people know our emails are a little backlogged right now but if you want to roll the dice it's tbws.contact.gmail.com that email again is tbws.contact.gmail.com is there anything I'm forgetting Michael?
1: That's about it.
0: Let's get matching Grand Seiko's. What do you think?
1: Matching Grand Seiko's.
0: <laughs> Which one would you get? Would you get the black one if I got the champagne one?
1: Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But uh, I do I do still like the SBGNs with with the, the the sportier one. Yeah. And those take hits. They they take a hit used like you can get them for really good prices. I've seen aggressive, them under under 3. Aggressive timing habits has the yellow one, I think. Yeah, dude. Do you remember when we ran
0: into Steve Lawlin from Raven Watch's and he was rock and run? That was, so cool.
1: Yep. That nice was so cool. one too. Yep.
0: That was so cool. Oh my God. He was just walking around San Francisco. That was weird. I don't need it. I don't need it. Michael, really, if you want to use the needed argument, we don't need any of this yeah. stuff. <laughs> we can just buy these Casio MRW200H-7BVs and, and be fine. And that was the last episode of Two Broke Stops. Can you imagine if we didn't? Can you imagine if the show ended at 199?
1: Just disappear.
0: Just we just disappeared. Like 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 like. Wait a minute, it was episode 200. Oh yeah, that was just too much. It was just it was just it was just too. They just couldn't do it. It was just too much. So they just they just they just got out of them. They just stopped at 199. But here, let's do this. We are counting down the episodes to the big episode mile marker episode 200 or whatever keep an eye out for what we're gonna do in that episode i think we're gonna need a little bit of help from the audience we'll see michael now still figuring things out but here let's do this michael is it that time is that sad time
1: That sad time i'll say Man. goodbye you can round us out okay go for it thanks guys my name is mike and this is kaz you have been listening to Rob watch
0: knobs later